Hello, I am Joshua P. Warren, and this is Joshua P. Warren Daily. Well, the fucking men in black are back. It gets so annoying. I tell you, these guys, and I know before you say I'm just being paranoid, I'm going to tell you what happened yesterday to Lauren and myself. But, you know, let me just start by telling you, if you don't know this already, I understand that there are people out there who uh, work in various, I don't know, I suppose they're with the government. I've had some of these folks come right up to me and say, I'm with the CIA, you know. Um, So you never know, but I'm not sure who sometimes these folks are with. But um, I, throughout my career, throughout my work, throughout my research, have had these occasions when there are these spooky dudes who kind of follow you around. And I know for a fact that the FBI has a file on me because they told me they do. Um, I wrote the FBI. You can do this if you didn't know this. You can, anybody can write the FBI. And if you go through the proper process, you can say, if you have any uh, documents about me, I would like to request them. And then they have to respond to that. And so the FBI wrote a letter and they said, yes, we do have records on you. Um, However, we were not able to locate them at this time. And so basically it was like some BS answer. Now, look, I've never been arrested in my entire life. The worst thing I've ever gotten is a speeding ticket. And the last time I got a speeding ticket, I believe I was a teenager. So why in the hell would the FBI have any kind of files on me if it weren't for the type of work that I do? That's, that's one thing that shows you I'm not just being paranoid here. And, and I understand that when you have um, completely independent people like myself who are in a position of doing um, what you might consider fringe research and then communicating with millions of people about it, I understand why there would be an interest. I understand in particular this year why that I would be having some of these folks sort of follow me around, and that's because, look, uh, just a few months ago, I made international headlines for using a new piece of equipment to detect something weird near Area 51, which is a a secret military installation. Of course, they want to know exactly what I'm up to. I don't blame them. I mean, and and you might recall that the day that story broke on the local Fox News channel, which started the whole big media extravaganza, within, I'm going to say generously, within the 90 minutes, okay, more like 60 to 90 minutes all of a sudden, every device that I own, every electronic device that I own, started blowing up, said, warning, warning, you're being hacked, you're being hacked, change your password, something's, every single, cell phone, laptop, even my, uh, my actual internet router, I mean, everything was giving me all these warning messages I'd never seen before, never seen since, saying, you better get in there and change your password, something's happening. Isn't that amazing? Again, I don't know exactly who these folks are. That's part of, you know, the whole black world, right? The black ops, the black budget. I mean, you don't get to know who you're dealing with. Um, 
But anyway, that said, I believe that uh, I've renewed interest now because of the podcast that I did yesterday where I was talking about how it's curious that the two most prominent people in Parump, Nevada, which is not a big place, it's a tiny, it's a really, really tiny place. The two most prominent people in Pahrump, Nevada, which is right there next to Area 51 and all that, um, Art Bell and Dennis Hoff die six months apart and uh, same age under very similar kinds of circumstances, at least as far as we know at this point. You know, they're just found dead in the morning and compounded by the fact that Dennis Hoff was about to be elected as a senator for that region, okay, a state senator. You're talking about a region that impacts what's, whatever's going on there around Area 51. So I, I'm, I'm not surprised that there would be a renewed interest in what the hell I'm up to here. Uh, it makes sense. And it makes sense that there w- there is a need for you to be physically followed at some times. And that is because, um, look, everything that I say, I don't say in front of an electronic device. Because people have this impression today like, oh, we don't need spies anymore. They can just turn on your cell phone and listen to you. They can turn on your TV and listen to you. They can, I mean, like, like every electronic thing around you is a conduit back to some nerve center. And that may be true. But I don't talk about everything in front of an electronic device before I just go boom and I put it out there. I like to have conversations often in noisy places like a cozy little bar where there's a lot of, there's their TVs there's somebody's watching a game there's a birthday party going on there's a lot of murmur and I'm sitting there right next to you and I'm talking almost into your ear and you're talking into my ear that that's the problem with electronics discerning things like that you you almost need a human in there to try to figure out how to deal with those situations. And um, and again, I understand. I get it. You want to know just how, you know, if I'm going off the deep end, if I'm going to say something crazy that's going to be uh, inflammatory. I mean, I understand why you, whoever these folks are, and again, I don't, for all I know, they're, uh, they're not even with the government. I, I'm not sure. That's the thing. But anyway, so yesterday, I post this podcast about, you know, this strange coinkydink that Art Bell dies this way in Pahrump, and then, you know, we have Dennis Hoff dying, uh, found in a similar fashion in Pahrump, and it's just saying it's just odd, especially since Dennis Hoff was about to be elected. And so then, um, after I posted it, you know, I, it didn't seem like anything special. And then all of a sudden, all my devices start locking up again. Now, I didn't get the warning messages, but they're just locking up. So I had to start rebooting everything a couple of times. And I'm like, oh, crap, what's going on here? Then Lauren and I, we had to go run some errands. So we decided to stop at a sports bar and pick up some food to go. So 
we walk into this sports bar and sit down it's a great set just my kind of setting you know it's all it's all noisy and people are not paying attention to you we sit down at this large bar the whole side of the bar that we're at was open so we go and sit down within 60 seconds a man walks in and he's literally wearing a black suit and a black tie some things never change folks the guy comes in wearing a black suit black tie and he has the whole damn bar to to, to choose a seat from guess where he decides to sit right next to lauren (laughs) isn't that weird Whoever's writing the handbook for these guys needs to tell them, like, that's not normal. Like, that's that's not normal human behavior. So, anyway, so the guy sits down, and we're like, this is kind of odd. He orders chips and salsa and a water. Okay, now this is a sports bar. And this is, like, mm, probably a little after 5 p.m. And, uh... <laughs> and the guy the guy comes in. Why would you pop into a sports bar after 5 p.m. and order chips and salsa and water? So we put in our uh, order. We, we ordered a couple of beers and food to go. So anyway, um, so we're sitting there, you know, and sure enough, I was talking about this topic. And, uh, but very cognizant that there's this, like, odd guy there. And so anyway, finally... It took a little while for the food to come out. And um, so when the food came out, we finished up our drinks. We settled our tab. And we got up. And we were both going to pop into the restroom before. So Lauren went into the restroom first while I held the food. And I'm telling you, that dude, right when we left, he got right up. And he walked out the door. He walked past me. I'm not sure if he realized that I had paused um, because I was holding the food. He might have thought we were already gone and then he was going to get up and leave. But no, I got up with the food, standing over to the side while she was in the bathroom. That dude got up right then, walked out the door. And I could tell you story after story about this kind of thing. And I actually think that that fella was in a rush, to be honest with you. Because, I, I, you know, I'm right here in Las Vegas where there's an airport. And every single weekday, <clears throat> they have a whole secret section of the airport uh, where they, they have what they call the Janet Airlines that are unmarked. They're just white with a red stripe. And they take people to Area 51 and back every day to work. Thousands of people. And I, I got the impression that maybe this guy had had a long day, and they're like, hey, look, we got this one extra thing we need you to squeeze in. You know, go pop in and see what this dude's talking. And he's like, gosh, really? He, he seemed like he was in a hurry. It didn't. There was nothing natural about this whatsoever. So here is what I want to say, because I, I don't, I don't really have a way of specifically addressing these folks. I have in the past, like when the guy came right out and said he was with the CIA. I don't know if the guy was with the CIA. You can't verify that. You can't call up the CIA and say, uh, I got a badge number for this guy, right? You, you don't know. 
Uh, it's like, I don't know if you've seen that movie American Made with Tom Cruise, but it kind of touches on this. Um, and, 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 and when I get into these situations where I get publicity, um, you might think, oh, well, these uh, maybe these are just people who are interested in you because they've seen you on TV or whatever. Now, this is different. Now, I know what it's like when somebody sees you on TV or they've heard you on the radio or they've read a book and they recognize. I, I, I've been dealing with that since I was 14, 15 years old. This is different. This is the kind of thing when you get on an, a random elevator and somebody uh, jumps in at the last minute and, sa- and knows everything about you and says creepy things to you, like personal things, like a nod, nod, wink, wink, you know, we're watching you kind of thing. Am I just being paranoid? You can be the judge of that. But what I would like to say through this podcast to these spooky guys, listen, if you want to know what's going on in my head, look, we can, send me an email. We'll make an appointment. We'll talk about this. You don't have to creep around and spook around because there are very few things that I do not share with my audience. And if somebody ever comes to me and says, listen, this is official. We don't want you talking about this or that because you're going to jeopardize some kind of, you know, security or, okay, fine. I don't want to do that. I don't want to do that. So you have no reason to follow me around and act weird under these circumstances. All you have to do is send me an email. We'll get together. I promise you I will do my best to keep this as low-key as possible, but there's no need to spook around and follow me and my wife around. So anyway, I think you get the picture that this becomes annoying after a while and again I understand it and I hope that you understand it as well but uh, maybe for you depending on on your life this is just an interesting glimpse into the stuff that you deal with when you start dabbling into certain areas where maybe you shouldn't be dabbling I don't know but anyway look I have a busy weekend and uh, I hope you have a fun weekend cut out for yourself so I have to run this is Joshua P. Warren Daily. Always short, always free. My website is joshuapwarren.com. Thank you for listening. Thank you for staying curious. And I'll talk to you again soon.